Hey folks, welcome in to Crucible Ireland Saturday morning. Saturday with Scal. That's that that that's got a better ring to it than Scal and the NFL. James, uh, happy New Year's Eve, man. How, how's everything that a goal with? Everything's good, man. I am uh, dealing with the you know, the post Christmas stone still attached to my body. So <laughs> I'm in the process of working it off as we speak. I'm in uh, day four of no sugar for January or anything. Pints that works. That might change. When ironically in Galway in three weeks for Jeff's event, more um, off-camera negotiations to be had there, James. But we we will see the crack. But it's not. I'm telling you, Mike, you're you're on day four, no sugar. If you can make it to day seven, you're broke. Trust me, from a diet perspective, if you can get if you can get to day seven and beyond without having sugar or or sweet food, that kind of processed stuff, man, you are you're on a winner. I'm definitely. I'm definitely going to hit you up as a PT over the next few weeks, but before Vegas, and um, we can't seem to the season. I mean, first off, did Santa come? Santa did come. Yeah, he did, and uh, he was very kind to the kids this year. Uh, it was, I'm sorry, Mister and Mrs. Claus were very kind to the kids this year. <laughs> I have to say, for people listening to this, um, you know, you've made it when James Scales taxi on Christmas morning saying, "What about the Broncos last night?" Or the big, big win for the Patriots, four o'clock. Four o'clock in the morning, that went on to half four. Honest to God, I have you. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to talk about a game that was two weeks old, but when you feel like you've hit rock bottom, I mean, did you watch that game live? You couldn't have watched that game. So, live. I made a conscious decision to, to not because obviously what was going to happen the morning after. So I said I couldn't do it to myself whereby you'd be going to bed at three or four o'clock and potentially being up an hour later. You know, so I could. I said no. And plus, uh, the missus was giving out. <laughs> One of the few times I've listened to her when it came to NFL. She's going to love you this weekend. There's there's games on Saturday, games on Sunday. But just before we get into the general stuff, um, we're sort of talking off camera a second ago. This is the one week where we see players and teams, frankly, James, you know, sit out because they don't need to win or they don't need to perform in a certain weekend. I mean, when we were recording, it was actually just announced that. Patrick Mahomes is going to sit out week 18. I think they're playing the Chargers in LA from from what mm-hmm. I can remember. Um, Chiefs are in the playoffs. As an athlete, do you go out to win every game or, or do you feel like if you can get the time off sometimes that you should take it? I guess it might be more different because it's different sports. What's your thoughts, I guess, as an athlete, but also as a fan, James, on that? Because like, I find it frustrating that we're going to miss another week of that out, you know? Yeah, um, I think first and foremost, as as, as an athlete, it's uh, it's competitor first. So I think you, you you really want to be selfish in every game and want to play every game. I understand and say that that what we're talking about here are NFL clubs that are that are businesses first, and they're making business decisions business decisions in basically holding out their best players. You know, I I can see, I can see what the Chiefs are doing with, with, with Mahomes. I can see what potentially the Ravens would do with Lamar. Um, I can see what obviously the Niners are doing with Christian McCaffrey this week. They don't need to do it. So, like, why risk your best player for for a meaningless game or seemingless game when there's bigger fish to fry? Especially when, like the Chiefs, they didn't have a bye week since week ten. So Mahomes is on the road a bit now. He's on the road between seven eight weeks. So, the, so if you can get some rest time into your big players, do so. Um, from from an amateur perspective, it it's simply put, there's no money on stake. There's no contract years. It's you want to play every game, and it's it's just about keeping sharp, Mike. You want to keep sharp. And if you play a good game, you know, you, you want to go again. Like if you play a bad game, you want to write it. So every game is like, it's, every day you go out is, is kind of the similar mindset. I want to play again, play well again, and just keep the train roller. 
But I get where they're coming from. I do. Like, I've seen it before. We've all seen it with years, you know, where it's different in contract years. Players might say, I'm not going to play. Or college games where they might pull out a board game because they're going for the draft. It's meaningless. I get that. But in, in, a, in, in, in big boy stuff where playoffs are coming, I can see why they want to play. But the clubs have to make a decision first. Love it. Like, I can't wait to see some of this happening in the gal over the next few weeks. It's great to have the gal back as well, boy. Loving it. Apart from making Harper, the dairy. No, it's all bad. Like, like we hear him. Like, we, it just feels like those three or four months have gone, you know, lightning quick. I hate to say. We had the Kilkenny Limerick match last July. They are in final. Was I at it? I was not at it, no. No. I was at it, thankfully. Like, a privilege. It was the first ever All Ireland Hurling final. So I'm not from a hurling county. That feels like it was last week. And it's scary that we're back now. It's it's great to see it. And it's obviously going to be a great a great spring, great summer. And, and, all, and all the best to you with what you're doing, James, over the next few weeks yeah. and months there. Um, we, we, we've avoided this conversation for six minutes. So we should at least talk about it. We're coming to the week 18. And this is a yeah. week where it could be the end of an era. This is the title of this podcast. Is this the week of Bill Belichick in New England because it feels like you know to people listening to this we are recording this earlier in the week and it seems like at the time of recording that nothing has come out there has been no hint no announcement nothing from Robert Kraft nothing from Bill Belichick nothing from the Kraft family in general and nothing from the Patriots organization that this could be Bill Belichick's last game a home game against the New York Jets and the problem that we have in Ireland but also for people listening in the UK also is we don't have the ability to watch potentially the final game of a legendary career and it's like I mean that, that is insane in, in New England and yeah. um, first off as a fan do you want this to be the last game do you, do you think this is it no like remember when I first started talking to you guys like I said I wasn't a fan of Belichick the GM but I was a fan of Belichick the coach that just that hasn't changed I'm a fan of Belichick the coach I just think some of his GM decisions well I don't, I don't think I know some of his GM decisions have been questionable you know, over the last number of years. And in fairness, like, if, he, if he's looking at a situation and how he's got into it, he can look no further than himself, to be honest. Because he, he had the power of both hands, either by both on the pitch and off the pitch. So I do hope there's some kind of arrangement made between Kraft and Belichick that they can work it out somehow. And it's, look, it, it's been the case with the Patriots for the last number of years. They've always been tight-knit. There has never been any information coming out, coming out of that franchise. So I am quietly content to hear that there's you know, the media have nothing, basically. All they have is speculation. And so that's why if I see something on any, you know, NFL platform, that's the case, I, I kind of half know, or I fully know, it's BS. You know what I mean? Because no one knows only those two guys. And I, I would doubt the conversation has, he, has even been had yet. You know, so, like, Belichick has always been a week-to-week guy. Always spoke to the next game, next game. He's never looked too far ahead. Um, but, interesting enough, if he loses this game, you know, at the weekend, he'll have the record for the most losses in head coach history. Which is a record in itself. Um, he's not going to retire. He's going. To, he's going to chase and show his record. And I hope he says the Patriots. I think because we've got a good draft, a big draft coming up, and we've got a stacked defense. So if we could just make a few, you know, player personnel decisions, and we've got loads of cap space too, this year coming. So if we have cash, we have draft picks, and we have a stacked defense, I'm, I'm hoping that that we can make good decisions and and keep Belichick in in the head coach role and possibly locate someone in the GM role. That's best case scenario for me. It's it's fascinating because I just personally feel like he's gone, and I feel like the Patriots will beat the Jets this Sunday and almost worsen their draft record. I think it goes down to fourth 
and then they'll have to trade up. I actually think the Patriots will trade up and take Caleb Williams. I think that will happen over the next few months. I've said that on a different podcast recently. But something just tells me, you know, I seen, I think it was last week, or it might have been, it might have been Stevens Day, James, with Pat McAfee, Adam Schefter came on. There, there are, there is talk that Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick have not spoken since Frankfurt, that there's been no communication. There's, and there's no sort of, you know, indication of what's going to happen. And there's whispers that Belichick has been talking to staff members, especially on the field and practice saying, you know, he's just not sure about next year. I have a feeling that we're going to get some news on this very quickly on Monday morning, Black Monday. And no one are looking James for this podcast. It'll happen before this podcast even goes out. So hopefully it doesn't and people still listen anyway, no matter what. But if it, if if this was the end, is there one team you don't want him to go to, or are you just like happy just to give him a clean slate? Um, I would like him to just basically go out of division, go out of conference. Um, I, I would like to see him. Like obviously, I I I never see a situation whereby he goes in, in an AFC East team. I hope I can't see him go back to the Jets. That'd be craziness if you ask me. Um, I could see him going kind of west coast. To be honest, mate. You know, I could see him probably heading over to your Chargers country, Washington country. Um, I don't see a situation where he takes the Raiders. Um, just to suit his persona, if you ask me. Um, I don't see him going south, whether it be, you know, Jacksonville, Tampa, or anything places. So, I would say if he goes out of division, that's ninety-five percent sure he'll do that. Out of conference, fifty-fifty, if you ask me. You know, I'd say because if he goes into the, the NFC, like he's obviously got a lesser quarterback pool, if you ask me, in terms in terms of competition. AFC seems to be stacked at the moment. But no, there's no there's no one particular team. I. If he goes to a lesser team, fine. If he goes to a powerhouse, shit. <laughs> to be like, I don't want that to happen. But look, the, 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 look, the chips will fall with the fall. Like, you know what I mean? It's quite, it, it's funny though, because you, you've mentioned the Chargers there. And for people listening to this on the Saturday, you know, we've got the National Championship College Football game. And if people aren't aware of that, that's fine. Just letting people know that Michigan's head coach is Jim Harbaugh, who took the. Yeah. Uh, Niners to the Super Bowl many moons ago we could see a repeat of that Super Bowl this year a lot of talk of you know if they win on Monday night he could go back to the NFL so it is fascinating to see what could happen there and really you know you said it yourself there it just depends how the chips fall so we will see last last Patriots thing I'll say what about Bailey Zappi did you enjoy his performance last week or well, the, the first two possessions I've done it for sure and I, do, I know you, do you think he's done now like that that's it there's no way from Clones back um, like sometimes you look at these young quarterbacks, and uh, you know Mac Jones. Look at his final season for Alabama. He was he, he was savage. He was classed. Two for over four thousand yards. He was awesome. And then in his first years, like that's what he had when, when he had weapons at Alabama. Like the guy could produce. He had both protection and weapons. So like Mac Jones was a dog in college. Then in his rookie year, he was still a dog. He was he was fabulous. And then and then he asked him and supported. So I'm not fully done. Okay, I know I said during the year I'm done with Mac Jones. I don't think we should cut him or trade him. I think we should keep him. Uh, Bailey Zappi, I'm not fully there with him yet. I'm not, I'm not there with him. It just turns over the ball too easy. Um, not even from bad passes, but just even possession-wise, some of his decision-making. I know he's a bit of a gunslinger, probably more than Matt Jones, but he doesn't seem like the long-term answer for me. And if you look at the teams who are successful at the moment, uh, whether that be, you know, Bills, Bills, Eagles, Cowboys, you know, Chiefs, they've all got heavily mobile quarterbacks who can extend the play, extend the play with their feet and you know, make a pass from confidence. So it looks like the NFL is going that way. Um, and I, I think if, you, if we're in the draft situation, like round two, like Prince might drop to us. Um, like he looked 
to pretty good at the weekend. So I got I, I, I love I like Bo Nix of Oregon. I like him. Um don't know about that. Caleb Williams, I can't see Chicago drafting him. I know I'm gonna have to draft now, sorry. Um they might go for Harrison. I, I, I so I think Caleb Williams will be available. Um but yeah, Michigan. You might what's your man Michigan McCarthy? 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 Yeah, Jay McCarthy, yeah. Who hasn't been he had, he had a very, very good Rose Bowl game, but across the sea, he hasn't been incredible. Like, yeah, hasn't been. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but on a big game, he played well. That's, that's, that's what you have to look at sometimes. That's how Brady got found out of Michigan. You know, his last game, he, he toppled Alabama too. So you're like, mm, okay, who knows? <laughs> it worked out right for Brady anyway, just just in the long run. Um, right, we, we got about 10 minutes. Let's let's just look generally at the league. Um a lot of things changed in week 17. The Cowboys now have the overall sort of control of the NFC East going into week 17. I know we're going to talk about the Bills and the Dolphins here just in a little second. It's funny because the Bills really need things to go their way. Now, I know that they, you know, if they win, they're in here, but this is not easy going to Miami and putting up a performance against the Dolphins team. And I was talking to Jeff Reinbold about this on his podcast, and, and the first thing that Jeff said to me was, well, Miami got completely destroyed against Baltimore. If I'm Miami, I'm looking to go into that game on Sunday Night Football and put the marker down on the Bills because everybody is now expecting Miami to fold a bit. I think the Bills are in trouble here, James. I said it on a couple of different podcasts. I think the Bills, I think the Steelers will beat the Ravens because I don't think Lamar Jackson's going to play at the time we're recording. And even if he does, I think he'll be limited to the point where he'll play maybe one or two quarters and I don't think he'll be that active in the game I don't think he'll play personally generally but for me it's like I think the Steelers beat the Ravens and I think we come to that point where imagine it's 12.30 on Sunday night our time Sunday morning and Josh Allen sitting at 7.30 Eastern going I gotta play a game in 24 hours and if we don't win, if we don't win we're not in the playoffs so it's hard to believe a team so high up as the Bills and a team that will be high up for a long time to come when they have a quarterback like that is potentially looking at a situation where if they don't win on Sunday night, they they might not be in. I mean, if that was happening in the Kansas City, people would be going nuts. You know, it's just Top it's crazy. It, it's going to be a great game though. Is that one to uh, sort of, you know... I, the game of the weekend, and even the timing of it, let's say, by the NFL is obvious. You know, it's, it's a primetime game and you're right about, let's say, if Pittsburgh win and Jackson will... Jacksonville will and the Bills lose. They're gone. They're out the door. They don't even make the wild card. Like, that, that's I suppose that's the beauty and the beast of both. You know, that we have such a competitive championship or competitive structure at the moment. But like Miami, I'm the same as you, Mike. If I'm in a Miami dressing room and I know that like if I we beat the Bills, we wrap up the number two seed, we're at home for our next game. You know, we have twelve games won for the first time in thirty odd years. Uh you know, and we've the first AFC East title for Oh, she is. Thirty-one years. So that's what's at stake. So I think everyone in Miami, as, as and everyone in the team, is saying, "Look, let's not let's not walk into this game. Let's sprint into this game." So the Bills, the Bills are probably the favourites. I think Miami are dealing with injuries, between Chubb and Howard and you know Phillips, etc. Hill is not hundred percent right. Monster, etc. But they've got a good squad to take care of it. Um, yes, they got smashed by the Ravens, but the Ravens just put out a juggernaut performance last last week. They were awesome. Um, I I do think that the the Dolphins will come through. Uh, I think they'll, they'll wrap up the the AFC East title, wrap up number two, and then the Bills. I don't think the the schedule will go as against the Bills as we're kind of debating. I think they'll still get in, but by the skin of their teeth, like they could be 
it could be a situation whereby, you know, well, Miami could be going to Kansas. <laughs> it's just it's so it's so hard to battle you know I mean, with the way the structure is going. Um but look, look, it's it's all it's all too exciting. Um it's gonna be on Josh Allen's shoulders, he's gonna be rushing the ball. You know, the last five or six games he's got eight rushing TDs, all the things the landscape has changed entirely since Joe Brady has taken over. Um, they need to get Stefan Diggs on the on the field. He hasn't he hasn't been as effective in the last six or seven games to my memory. I don't know, I think he got 30, 40 yards average at, at most over the last number of games. So but I don't think it's I, I just think he's been well marshaled. I think you know, even even Sean McDermott said today in his press conference that, that Josh Allen was making he's making good reads and that he was not trying to force the ball at Diggs. That's obvious, but Diggs is kind of the persona that he wants the ball in his hands every play. So Mr. Bridges contenter, who knows? But if the Bills are going to go into Miami and win, they're going to have to be, you know, have, to have the upper hand in all three phases of the ball. Um, and Josh Allen's going to have to play awesome. And what history shows, Mike, when Josh Allen's up against in, in one Steve's knockout game, he does play well. In fairness to him, he does play well. He's a big time player. Have you put the request to Miss Gallon yet to watch the game or is it all TBC Sunday night? No request, no request required. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, to be honest with you, well, like the one moment I hear of the season is week seventeen when you're like, or like the second last week of the season when you're waiting. Right, just confirm the games, just confirm. And I was like, right, put the Steelers on first on Saturday night and put that Miami Buffalo. And I knew they wouldn't. But I was like, put it on after, because. Yeah. And I said this to Jeff, and he put me down. Like he was like, what? He's like, come on. If you look at the six o'clock and nine o'clock and nine o'clock slit. Yes, there are playoff scenarios. There's one or two teams in it, you know, the wild card situation for each conference. But it's not as fun as as this. That's not a great week eighteen overall. Like this, like this Bills Dolphins game is huge. Obviously, this Pittsburgh game is going to really depend on what happens. I don't think Lamar Jackson plays, and I think because of that, I think Buffalo's in big, big trouble. And I will say this, just based on what you said there as well. If you go back a couple of weeks. And we we we've missed the we we've missed the ability to talk about this just for Christmas and stuff, like the atmosphere in Hard Rock Stadium for Miami when they played the Cowboys was something else, and they're finally starting to show up in that stadium. I think it's going to be electric. It'll be a hell of a game, and and the NFL will get what they want in terms yeah. of you know building up to this a big conclusion. Hmm? Is this first NFL, isn't it? Well. Have, I mean, we've, we, we've got three or four minutes. To, just finally, did you catch much of that refereeing decision last week? If you, if you didn't I did. know. I did, yeah. I, mean, I did. I like, at, at, what, yeah. At, like, at what point, James, you know, does a referee or official? Because I, I went to bed after the game and I woke up and the first thing on my phone was a statement from one of the referees saying, oh, you know, I, I was correct. The guy didn't report. And it's like, well, he obviously did. Like, and shout out to Sam oh, Monson. Oh, like, I suppose on, on, on the pool report, but I don't Brett Bell and crew, let's say, he uh, he just blatantly lied. I, I can't say that any clearer. Like, I, I just I just don't have to say it. He blatantly lied. He made out that someone reported and then lined up with the tactical or the, the right garbage edition was threw him off or something. That was just pure guesswork and assumption. Yeah. And then lied. And then tried to blame the player himself. Like, that was just total shite. So, like, and then I know Bell has kind of suspended them. Like, that can't happen. Like, I suppose when you've seen throughout the years, the influence the referees had on games and the potential outcome. I'm talking about betting now, gambling too, because they're all, they're all human, these guys. And this crew seemed to have a reputation from obviously when, when this incident happened, people started digging into previous incidents and up they came. You know, the Chiefs and, and the Packers, etc. Like, there's, there's been a few instances of this crew, so then them don't get them out. I, I, it's just terrible call, terrible call. And for him to lie, it stinks if you ask me. Like, if I was 
commissioner idly saying, here, here's your papers, off you go. Don't come back again. And two of them are uh, covering games this weekend, at least, which is really, really interesting. And more so, James, and I think you've hit the nail on the head there. Like, this is going to play a huge part in the rest of the season because Detroit could have, you know, we didn't know on Saturday night that, that the Eagles were going to lose well, against the Park. The show seat was there for them. Shocking. Look, look, look at the ramification now. Yeah, it's brutal. For, you know, but I, 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 sometimes I wonder, did the NFL, do they actually like these kind of incidents? Does it create kind of a hysteria and a lot of Twitter talk and Instagram talk? And draw? I think it does, to be honest. I think they love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just before we go, last thing. Wildcard weekend next next weekend. Actually, super wildcard weekend. I'm not calling it super wildcard weekend. Is there any call? Like, I don't even have kids, right? Is there any call for a game on a Monday night? What are they at? It's at 2 o'clock in the morning for us? Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty shit, to be honest. You know, they're, they're, they're classifying the NFL now as kind of a worldwide game these days. You know, which, I wish they are. They're expanding, thankfully. But some of the games, the way they flex them, just as it was at all. <laughs> Little old Irish over here. But if that's James, obviously every playoff game is a big game, big game. But we're not we're not looking at a situation potentially where Philadelphia could be playing on Monday night to save not to save their season, but to get to the next round of the playoffs. We're three weeks yeah. out from the the bye before the Super Bowl next week. I mean, I just can't do this Monday night football thing. No, no, thank. Yeah. But, I, I agree with you. They should make well in the old system, which I thought was much better. You had two games on Saturday and Sunday. You know, from for both both which I I thought the old system was, you know, when when you had you know bye weeks, uh, with the one and two, I it worked know. fine. There was no problem with it. Now they've completely messed it. Hopefully, they change it at some point. And um, we'll talk next week. We'll, we'll we'll talk. This is where it gets even more interesting because for people listening to the podcast, we usually record on a Tuesday or Wednesday. I think, depending on Mister Scal's availability, I think if Bill goes, we gotta jump on. We have to jump on if it happens. So we we. we I'll call the house and make sure you're free. No mass next Monday night, just in case. Uh, James, for now, f- thanks so much, man. Uh, enjoy week 18, and I will chat to you soon. Hey, one more time. Yeah. Thanks, Mike.